it's for everybody. I'm your host, professional counselor, Jared Pohl. Not everybody needs counseling, but certainly everybody needs a little help every now and again. Well, welcome to another five and five project that I'm doing. Uh, if you recall from the last project that I did, it was five podcasts in five days, uh, written, recorded, mixed, produced, uh, all within uh, five days, releasing one podcast each day. Uh, it was a lot of work, but it was a lot of enjoyable work. So I'm happy to be back again with another five and five. This time my topic on the whole, uh, I'd say is a little bit less personal, um, but one that I've really found myself very passionate about as of recent. Uh, essentially, I want to call these misconceptions, uh, things that sort of get misunderstood or maybe uh, is old data or uh, is simply flat out, in some cases, false. Over the next five days, I want to sort of cover um, five different topics somewhere in the field of, uh, you can call this um, psychology or mental well-being, what, whatever that may be. Uh, but I'm looking at five different specific issues where we have got some major misconceptions going on. And so with the first episode, the first thing I want to do is discuss um, what I mean. When someone comes into my office, they're usually not the people I'm talking about. If you've reached a point where you're willing to seek professional help, these misconceptions are a lot less likely to be uh, sort of um, your primary script for understanding. I think it usually means that you're open to a new understanding and maybe you've heard some of these things before. But what I'm talking about is when I'm sort of just out in my day-to-day -day life, um, when I'm not in the therapist chair, um, I am a professor and when I'm not doing that, I'm going out to eat or uh, maybe meeting up with friends or maybe seeing a movie and generally interacting with people that are discussing things. So I glean a little bit about uh, small ways that we misunderstand some of the things that are going on in, in, in the world of, of uh, say, mental health on the whole. So today I specifically want to talk about misconceptions uh, regarding mental illness. Uh, Mental illness is a funny word. It actually brings me to my first three major points about the misconceptions of mental illness. Um, and that's essentially the name, mental illness. You have to remember that doctors, the medical profession, were the first people to start taking notes of some typically very extreme cases. And so everything that had to do with problems of the brain that are not... Um, otherwise classified, maybe like a brain injury or something like that, all of a sudden got this big label of mental illness. And I think for a time that was helpful, particularly when it comes to understanding some of the, the more um, less easily understood uh, conditions on the whole. But the fact that this idea still sticks around is kind of a problem. Um, I, I would definitely want to repaint this this misconception of illness down to maybe healthy and unhealthy for the vast majority of people. I think there are times where illness can be a okay way to describe something, 
but it, it, I think it does more harm than good. If, if all of a sudden I'm saying, okay, you're me mentally unhealthy, I can really start to enter into that world a lot more and a lot better. And I can tell you some things like what parts or what aspects are unhealthy. Maybe it's the way you're viewing yourself. Maybe it's the way that you're treating yourself. With illness, it sounds like a disease that you have no control over or that you are somehow at your core completely broken. Um, and I just think that's a, for the vast majority of people, that is a big misconception. Number two, taking sort of a different step with this, uh, I find that there's a misconception that it's your fault, often due to something like negligence, that you have a mental illness. Or another way to say this is you're mentally weak. Um, if you're having a, uh, let's say, mentally unhealthy time, because I don't want to use the term mental illness after what I said, it's assumed that you're just weak, fragile, um, pink, whatever term that you want to use for this. I find that uh, in the part of the world that I'm in, this is a horrible, horrible, horrible truth um, that delays people from seeking help sometimes indefinitely. This is untrue. Um, if you're mentally unhealthy, it's not that you're mentally weak, it's not that you're, you're, you're not strong, it's not that you're not pink, or sorry, it's not that you're pink, it's something's going on. You may have been taught something very, very bad in some way, shape, or form, and it likely wasn't your fault. Or alternatively, it may be something genetic going on. No amount of mental strength can stop something that's genetic. So labeling yourself or letting others label you or people that you know as, as mentally weak, I, I think is something we need to stand up to as people, and particularly those of us that are strong enough to admit that, yeah, we need a little bit of help. We're, we don't have it all together and things around us have really done some big damage. Um, finally, number three, mental health problems occur in extreme cases. Uh, often, that's, that's a misconception, often I find that people are taking these extreme, um, very, very, very far uh, people who have to go to some sort of mental wellness hospital that can't function in any way, shape, or form. Um, that when we get a picture of anything in the mental health field and in the world of diagnoses and things like that, all of a sudden we have this um, very, very old style uh, picture in our head where we lock someone away and that's, that's, that's the end of them. Everyone else is fine. Um, I would say that's incredibly, incredibly hurtful and mean and wrong. And the first thing I'd let you know is that 20% of the U.S. population this year will be facing a notable mental health concern. One in five, if there are five people in your family, at least uh, a theory, right? Um, one of them will be facing some sort of mental health concern. Notably that number also, uh, if you reduce that down to a teenage population, is going to be one in five. So it seems to be pretty stable, um, both for US adults as well as for um, US teens. We're finding about an average of one in five that are coming forward. I don't know what that number actually is because of problem number two that I mentioned earlier. We really have to take in that, that being mentally um, less healthy, mentally unhealthy, 
or having some sort of, of a psychologically oriented problem is not, again, a matter of, of a weak will or it's not a matter of extreme cases. It's a matter of being a person. And if you're involved in people's lives, you're going to find that you come face to face with this um, either firsthand or secondhand. Well, that's going to do us for sort of our first episode about misconceptions. I hope to, um, to have you tune in tomorrow. Uh, and you'll be hearing about our next topic as far as uh, these misconceptions go. I'll be covering a couple of more uh, discrete, specific toxic, uh, topics as I move forward. Uh, I'm hoping the next one that you should be hearing about uh, will very much likely be in regards to uh, anxiety. Thank you for listening to the Restoration Counseling Podcast. The Restoration Counseling Podcast is a product of Restoration Counseling of Atlanta, a provider of professional counseling services in the greater metro Atlanta area. If you are interested in pursuing any of our services, if you would like to contact Jared about the podcast, or if you have a notable mental health story that you'd like to share to help inspire others, uh, please reach out to us at info at restorationcounselingatl.com. Again, that is info at restorationcounselingatl.com. Thank you. Thank you.